You are Locked On Texans, your daily Houston Texans podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. What's going on, ladies and gentlemen? I'm your host, Cody Davis, and welcome to another edition of Locked On Texans, your daily podcast covering the Houston Texans all day, every single day. Ladies and gentlemen, first and foremost, thank you guys for tuning in to another edition of today's show. And as always, you can catch Locked On Texans on Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, and Megaphone. On today's show, I will be giving you guys an update on what happened during day 13 of the Texans training camp. As you guys may know, Saturday night, the Texans will take on the Detroit Lions in their second preseason game. And as you guys may expect, yesterday marked the first day that the Texans and Lions held joint practices. The first day of joint practice, nobody ended up fighting. Lonnie Johnson Jr. did not get thrown out of practice, and the opposing team quarterback did not talk about how much he hated joint practices. So it's safe to say that yesterday went fairly well for the Houston Texans. But what has not been going in the Texans' favor so far is the situation going on between them and Jadavion Clowney. Now, we all know what's going on with Clowney and the Houston Texans. Clowney wants a extended contract. He wants more money, somewhere between 19 and 20 million per year. The Texans do not believe Clowney is as valuable as the money that he wants. They gave him a franchise tag worth 16 million. As of right now, Clowney has not signed the franchise tag and he has yet to report to camp. Now, due through all of this that has been going on, it seems like the two sides were at least going to come to a mutual agreement to at least play the 2019 season together. Clowney were in talks with the Texans talking about when he was going to show up. I remember, I think it was two weeks ago, Bill O'Brien came out and said that most likely between the very first game against the New Orleans Saints in that very last preseason week, somewhere between that time frame, Clowney was expected to report to the team. And not only that, um, the Texans were open to see what kind of negotiation that they was going to continue doing moving forward. But unfortunately, this week, things took a turn for the worse. And I'm pretty sure you guys know by now, earlier this week, I believe it was either Monday or Tuesday, Twitter, especially Texans Twitter, was set on fire after there was some kind of report saying that The Houston Texans have traded Jadavion Clowney to the Baltimore Ravens. I also seen a report saying that they have also traded Jadavion Clowney to the Cleveland Browns. Now, I can confirm from what my sources are telling me, those two teams are in talks for the Texans. But as of right now, Jadavion Clowney is still a member of the Houston Texans. I repeat, Jadavion Clowney is still a member of the Houston Texans. But on the flip side to that, according to John McClain of the Houston Chronicles, the Texans have opened the trade market to see what they can get in returns for Jadavion Clowney. You guys know, ever since 
there was reports going on about the friction that was going on between Clowney and the contract dispute with the Houston Texans. John has always said prior to the draft, trade him because there was a lot that, that the Texans were able to get. And I myself, I was like, pay the guy because the Texans need Clowney. I mean, you're talking about one of the best defensive players in this game. And ever since this whole contract dispute started all the way back, I believe it was in March, people were split down the middle. But as of right now, and I know my co-host John, who's not with me today, as John mentioned once before, the Texans kind of waited too long to start exploring trade options to the point where they lost a lot of leverage. And I 100% agree with that right now. And now the Texans are stuck in a situation where they're trying to deal one of the best defensive players in the league without a GM. And not only that, they're stuck in a... It doesn't matter what they get in return. It's going to be a lose-lose situation. Now, before we get into the best possible trade out there for the Texans. Here are some of the teams who have their eyes set on Clowney. The Pittsburgh Steelers, the Philadelphia Eagles, the Baltimore Ravens, and the Buffalo Bills. As of right now, those are the four teams who are trying their hardest to trade for Clowney. But the, here's the catch. Neither one of those guys are willing to give up valuable assets. That's the top four teams right now who are trying every single day to get their hands on their three-time Pro Bowl. The second tier, the New England Patriots, the Cleveland Browns, and the Indianapolis Colts. If the Texans were to trade Clowney to any one of those teams, especially Indianapolis, they might as well call the season off. If you trade him to the Patriots, I'm pretty sure they're going to get the back end of that trade. If we trade him to the Browns, I'm pretty sure Cleveland could possibly give the Texans a couple good picks that they probably could use in the future. But that's just going to make the Browns even more dangerous. Can you imagine a defensive line with Clowney and Miles Garrett? Cleveland got enough weapons to begin with. And you're going to add another player to that list? I wouldn't trade him to Cleveland only due to the fact that I do I I don't want to have to create another how can I put this power team in the NFL and of course Indianapolis we already lost two players to the Colts we can the the Texans can't afford to lose a third but the one team who I feel who I'm pretty sure John feel and even you listeners feel the best trade partner for the Texans right now. Is the Washington Redskins. And I only say that because in the midst of the Texans shopping Clowney around, I have to admit and give them credit where credit is due. They have been very adamant about wherever they trade Clowney, they are looking for a solid, reliable, high-profile left tackle for their offensive line. And I'm not about to go through this whole spiel. We all know the story. Watt got sacked 62 times. Over half of them came on his left side. Why? Because he is a right-handed quarterback. But surprisingly, the Washington Redskins have one of, if not the best offensive tackle in the game today in Trent Williams. And it just so happens that Mr. Williams is one of several players who is actually holding out due to, like Clowney, a contract dispute with his current team. 
Yes, I get it. Trent Williams is 35 years old, but you're talking about a guy who is a seven-time Pro Bowler who last year for the Redskins proved that he can still play and perform at a high level. And you look at this core that the Texans have. You look at Watson. You look at Hopkins. You look at Fuller, Kiki, if they can stay healthy. You look at Watt on the other side. You're talking about a team who, with or without Jadavion Clowney, of course, this will prove more if they have Jadavion Clowney, but you're talking about a team who actually has a chance to get to at least the AFC Championship game. In their weakest position, and, and, and which was possibly their biggest downfall, is that offensive line. Now, if the Texans were able to trade Jadavian Clowney for, for Trent Williams, you're talking about an offensive line that will have Nick Martin, Titus Howard, Matt Sharping, Possibly Matt Khalil, depending on what he is like. I mean, we have yet to see um, how he's going to recover off his injury last from last year that he suffered with the Carolina Panthers. But Martin, Howard, Sharping, and Williams, I'm pretty sure Deshaun Watson, Lamar Miller will have all of the protection they need going into the 2019 season and beyond. And yes, I know Trent Williams, despite his age, 35 years old. I'm, yes, I understand that he's getting up there in age. But I still believe in, in, in last year, he was still a pretty decent player. Better than any of the players the Texans had on the offensive line. I could tell you that for sure. But you, you're talking about a guy who, at least for the next three years, can help improve that offensive line. So it's out of a reasonable doubt. A no-brainer, anybody. As much as, and I'm not gonna lie, I am a fan of Jadavion Clowney. But you look at the situation that's going on. You look at the situation that's going on here in Houston. You look at the situation that's going on in Washington. Both players are not happy. Both franchises are basically frustrated. It seems like a no-brainer to go ahead and pull a, pull a trigger for this trade. And I'm pretty sure Washington will possibly give up a fourth or fifth round pick. And hey, this is the NFL draft. You never know what those picks can turn into. But here's the reason why the Houston Texans are in a bad situation. While most Texans fans, including myself, are hoping if Clowney does get traded that it will be in a deal for Trent Williams and with the Washington Redskins. Like most Texans fans, I am too hoping if Jadavion Clowney gets traded, it will be for Trent Williams with the Washington Redskins because I feel like both teams will come out on the winning side of this trade. But earlier this week, Adam Scheffner of ESPN shot down any hopes of that. He tweeted, Washington has told multiple teams this summer that they are not trading seven-time Pro Bowler offensive tackle Trent Williams per sources. Williams has held out a camp, but Washington hasn't flinched. He said teams have called and asked about the possibility of getting a deal done for Williams. But so far, the Redskins have told each and every one of those teams no. So once again, this is why I say the Texans are in a sticky, lose-lose situation in this whole Jadavion Clowney nonsense. Because they are in a situation where they can lose one of the best defensive players in the game. 
They are in a situation where they have lost leverage. They will try to do this deal without a general manager. And then to top it all off, every single one of those teams do not want to give up a valuable asset in a trade. So it's kind of tough right now to say where and what's going to happen with just the, with this Jadavian Clowney situation. Now, I can confirm through John McClain of the Houston Chronicle that the Texans are trying their hardest to get this resolved quickly. They do not want to go into the 2019 season with the whole Jadavion Clowney situation hanging over their heads. It's a sad situation, and um, like most of you guys, I myself has always been a fan of Jadavion Clowney. I was happy as hell in 2014 when they drafted him with the first overall pick. I've loved what I have seen, especially last year, the duo that ended up being J.J. Watt and Clowney just tearing up that defensive end. You're talking about, and yes, I know, guys, I know. When, when it comes to Clowney, most people question how good is he really because he, early in his career, he suffered through multiple injuries. In the last couple of years, he has been fairly healthy. And you're talking about a guy who has yet to record double-digit sacks. But once again, how can you record double-digit sacks when you're playing alongside J.J. Watt, who a lot of people must have forgot is the king of sacks? If you guys have been following this show ever since John and myself has taken over, you know I've always been big on getting this man paid. I want to see Clowney here. I was very happy to report a couple weeks ago that Clowney have been in contact with the Texans, him, Bill O'Brien. They At the time, they were working out a target date on when they can expect him back. But unfortunately, guys, it breaks my heart to say it looks like Clowney might have played his last game as a member of the Houston Texans. So, like you guys, finger crossed, hoping for the best. If Clowney is a member of the Texans, I'll be happy as hell. If not, I don't know if too many of us are going to be happy to see what they get in return. This is Locked On Texans, only on the Locked On Podcast Network. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to Locked On Texans, only on the Locked On Podcast Network. Guys, look, hey, I get it. It's a sad situation, and it's unfortunate to see what has transpired between Jadavion Clowney and the Houston Texans. But on the bright side, things could always be worse. You take a look at what's going on in Oakland. Antonio Brown, who has yet to spend a month with the team, have already showed all of his shenanigans by threatening the organization and the league that he was going to quit due to the whole helmet situation. Now, guys, look, I get it. It's a new helmet. The only thing the league is trying to do is protect these players. Antonio Brown didn't even give it time to, to let his head and stuff adjust to it. And he went on a full-fledged shenanigans course. And I'm going to continue saying shenanigans because that's what it was. He took his Pittsburgh... Just listen to how crazy this story is. He took his Pittsburgh Steelers helmet and painted it the Raiders colors to, to try to get away with using his old, his old helmet. 
This, this is just crazy. Then you take a look at what's going on right up I-45 with this whole Dallas Cowboys situation. Dak Prescott, Ezekiel Elliott, who should be getting paid what money? It's, 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 hey, guys, look. At the end of the day, anytime you feel mad, anytime you feel sad about this Jadavian Clowney situation, just take a look at the Oakland Raiders. Take a look at the Dallas Cowboys and say to yourself, it can always be worse. It could always be worse. As promised, guys, before we get up out of here today, um, I just want to give you guys a couple quick notes from what happened in day 14 of training camp. Yes, yesterday was actually day 14. I know early in the show I said day 13. I apologize for that. But yesterday was the first joint practice between the Texans and the Detroit Lions. Once again, the Texans will take on the Detroit Lions in their second preseason game, which will be right here in NRG in Houston on Saturday night. A couple quick notes on what happened. Will Fuller continues to look good. As of right now, he's projected to be out for his second preseason game. I know they are taking it slow with Fuller, but I would like to see him getting some kind of action, get some kind of reps prior to the very first game against the New Orleans Saints. But he continues to look amazing recovering from his ACL injury that he suffered in week eight of last season. Some good news regarding the offensive line. It seems as if Bill O'Brien and his coaching staff is getting closer and closer of figuring out what this offensive line is going to look like heading into the 2019 season. Matt Khalil, Titus Howard, Nick Martin all looked good and had a very productive practice yesterday. And due to the Jadavian Clowney situation, Outside linebacker Whitney Merciless has looked really good throughout this whole entire training camp. And um, I'm I'm actually excited to see whether Clowney plays the 2019 season with the Texans or not. I'm really excited to see what Merciless has in store because he is inching a little bit, well, technically a lot closer to his dirty 30s. He's 29 years old, and I'm pretty sure with this being a contract season for him, he's going to go out ball and perform to get what could be the last major payday of his career and um and when, when you look at a guy like Whitney I mean you, you're talking about one of the most underrated players on this roster I mean you take a look at what he's done over the last few years especially in 2015 when he recorded 12 sacks and 50 tackles. You're talking about a guy who like Watt, like Clowney, even though he does not get all of the high praise like those other two guys, you're still talking about a guy who's highly and very important to this defensive team. And when you look at a situation where that the Texans possibly could be without Clowney moving forward, you're talking about a guy who's who's gonna take who's gonna be able to help fill some of that void left by Clowney's departure. Check out his numbers from last year. I mean, it's not eye-popping numbers, 40 tackles and four sacks but once again you're talking about a guy who is very important to this Houston Texans defense and once again if Clowney's not going to be there you don't want to put too much pressure on the agent J.J. Watt I'm pretty sure Whitney in a contract season looking for his last major payday of his career I'm pretty sure we're going to see a very impactful very reliable guy in Whitney Merciless. 
moving forward into 2019. If I could predict, I'm pretty sure we're going to see a similar season of what we saw out of him in 2016 when he recorded eight sacks and 53 tackles, which, hey, I'm good with that alone. It's kind of similar to Clowney's numbers, but hey, I don't want to get into any of that. (laughs) Once again, guys, this is the Locked On Texans podcast, only on the Locked On Podcast Network. Support for today's show is brought to you by Manscaped who is number one in men's below-the-belt grooming. You might have seen this company on Shark Tanks, and Men's Journal named their lawnmower 2.0 as one of the best grooming tools for men. Anytime somebody named a grooming tool the lawnmower 2.0, that lets you know how great it is. Get 20% off and free shipping with the promo code locked on at manscaped.com. Once again, Get 20% off and free shipping with the promo code locked on at manscaped.com. Once again, I'm your host, Cody David, signing off. Everyone have a great day and see you guys tomorrow. Peace. You are Locked On Texans, your daily podcast on the Houston Texans, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day.